It's like I said to Josh, it's so sad. It's humbling. Embarrassing. I don't know what the right word I'm looking for is when you play a certain rule your entire career in D and D and then you, someone's like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. And you just go, uh, it's like Tina from Bob's Burgers. Just, uh, <laughs> are we live? Wow. Uh, welcome everyone. Are you talking to Mike? <laughs> Ladies and, and gentlemen, knows a little less. <laughs> welcome, welcome, one and all. I, I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Oh goodness! And we are back. Are we? Just like that. J- mm. Just like that. What do we want to talk about? Pre-show. We want to talk about uh, Tyson. Yeah, please, please no. Please no. We only got a He's couple fine. options. What? It's Tyson, Nazis, or uh, or Caitlyn Jenner. Those are Tyson's Nazis. three favorite intros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I was screaming about the Nazis last episode. <laughs> I like to talk about myself. I like to talk about Nazis. And I like to talk about transgenders. It doesn't really offer us a lot. It's Caitlyn Jenner. Other transgender people are cool. <laughs> You're just a terrible person. She, terrible person, whatever you want to call. <laughs> I feel like sometimes starting you on these uh, these tangents isn't the best, but it's, no, it's, uh, it's all good. Gets those it's views. Call me a martyr, Rogar. Take us on a take us on a journey. How have you been, man? Um, and that's Rogar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I recently stopped seeing this girl, so there's that. The fine ass bread lady. <laughs> No, in real life. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Shit, you stop. So you single ladies. Okay, no, 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 yeah. no. This is I want. I want the deets. What's going Four on? Men. Why'd you guys break up? I was doing this live. Okay, it's a, it's a long story. You know, it's for another time. Is this the girl that you would sometimes text, and her name was Xbox Girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to know to tell me about. To tell me about. She's real. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you about what kind of relationship it is that's all i need to know her name was xbox girl it all she goes to started different school. new year's 2018 <laughs> no it started canada actually yeah come on Noah. oh oh no. the most romantic we holiday talking before that but <laughs> we met up romantic on canada. Holiday. <laughs> canada day it uh, is there's it's a long average story, fireworks but, you know, light drinking it's a long story, but get the women wet and the men hard. There's some right. heartbreak in there, you know. Some heartbreak, <laughs> shit, man. Are you? Yeah. Do you feel up to playing? You feel like you're gonna be able to portray Rogar Ragnar? Oh, this happened like a week ago, so I'm good. <laughs> he's on, Last week he wasn't up to playing. <laughs> now he's got PS4 girl on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's PS4 dude. Sorry, <laughs> the better one because he's not sure. <laughs> you know what though? It's a be it's sure a better days. console. It's a better community. I think you'd like. PS4, PS4 girl. <laughs> getting, getting controversial now. Let's go back to transgender. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's cool it down here, boys. Let's talk about something we can all agree on. Let's start with the outro. How come, how come you always intro, Noah? I'm the DM. Yeah. I think it's just kind of what I do, but I'll, I'll throw it out to anyone else who wants to do it. Go, Sab. 
No. You were asking for this just a few minutes before we were live. I said, please, I'll suck a dick for this. My voice is too monotone for it. I want, I want a more, I want more responsibility down. on the pod. <laughs> All right, Sam, we'll give you a few more lines. This is too much. I can't handle the pressure. I wanted to crack, just like a news anchor just cracks right before he has to go live. Now, come on, Sab, you we got this. Tell him, we don't even tell him how many listeners we have. He'd... he'd fall apart yeah <laughs> i'm i'm rogue is gonna pass on this one maybe another time okay all right well maybe another script maybe another whether time. it's noon evening morning or daytime thanks for joining us today <laughs> whether for you're live on, stream whether you're on the moon mars <laughs> or the Med- or Medi- my anus or the mediterranean sea <laughs> okay. those, are, the sign. those are all variants of the sign off we're doing the sign on here maybe we need shane in the background to just have those big cue cards just for rogue <laughs> he does you I think w- I come up with Tyson shit? <laughs> Shane writes it all. I want it to be this for like improv the most, at all. It's all scripted. <laughs> I want it to be for like the most <laughs> mediocre stuff. Like Tyson and Rogar having a conversation. Tyson says, Well, what do you think, Rogar? And Shane just holds up cue cards and Rogar's like, uh it <laughs> <laughs> just says uh <laughs> But he's quickly scribbling down on a whiteboard. <laughs> Next card. <laughs> okay. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Tyson McKay. What's up? Still alive. Can't get rid of me. Yeah, we introduced the guy no first. how hard you try. <laughs> we introduced him first, because <laughs> uh, the guy made it through the, the thick and the thin, and he is he's back in the fray. How's it feel, man? Yeah, Tyson's thick as fuck. <laughs> Okay, moving right like along. Like his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually very thin. The clothes hang off his skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking a little little worse for wear, but nonetheless stabilized. We also are joined by Rogar Ragnak. Yo, yo. Yeah, Rogar back in the house. Rogar, you had to say a pretty emotional goodbye last time to Tyson McKay, and now... Yeah, you did. You said goodbye. It was something, all right. I don't know what I called emotional. <laughs> it was something, all right. Rogar, what would you like to do? I'd like to look for clues. <laughs> and we're just like, this isn't Scooby-Doo. You had a week to do this. Now you're waiting until... Really... Well, you don't give up that easily. But my favorite part was he goes to see Wolfhelm. He Wolfhelm doesn't help. He goes back to Tyson. Rogar, what do you want to do? I'll go back to Wolfhelm. Like, that was his first thing, and then we all went, no, Rogar, no! And then the only one who can save me comes, and he goes, he's dead. You can't save him. I laughed so hard at that. He's dead. He's dead. Uh, we are also joined by Lena of the Iron Wolves clan. Lena, what's up, girl? Hey, Nothing. No, oh, that's something new. Yeah, you should. No, I know. I couldn't say good, good that time. He's shaking up his Jesus. questions. Yeah, uh, that's part of my. He did on face. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's part of my plan now. I, I, I don't like it when Lena just says good to me at the. Hey, yeah, but Lena, I think how's it's it going? Good. good. And it just gives, it gives me nothing to work off of. So now I'm just going to start asking more and more complex questions. What are you What are you up to, Lena? Good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not a foolproof plan. She could still say good. I just <laughs> catch her off guard once in a while. Ah, okay, ladies and gentlemen. I'll answer questions. Just I never get asked those questions. Okay, fair enough. Maybe What's your favorite th- first date idea? Good. <laughs> What's my first great idea? Is that what you said? First date idea. First date idea? Yeah. I like um, 
well, Shane and I, I was went to, to McDonald's <laughs> on Shane and I went to McDonald's uh, for New Year's Day. That was our first Aww. date. Uh, shout out to Shane. He's here yeah. too. Here's a here's a McGangbang. And I was texting my mom the whole time going I was texting I was texting some special sauce. <laughs> I was texting my mom the whole time going, so this guy was supposed to drive me home and then he switched plans really quick and now he's taking me to Prescott <laughs> for McDonald's because everything was closed. It was New Year's. And then, uh, and then I said, "So if I'm not home, I'm dead." <laughs> yeah. And she still hasn't been home since. Help <laughs> me. No, I mean Shane's a serial Shane, killer. Shane cut the live feed a while. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bag over my head. Give me twenty thousand dollars, and I'll give it. <laughs> Good on Shane and for knowing nuggets. that nuggets are the way to a girl's heart, for sure. That's good on you, Shane. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are going to start off uh, where we left off last session. We had Tyson McKay doing some sleeping in bed, getting some rest back in him. (laughs) We had Rogar Ragnak. He was going to speak with Wolfhelm about their mission to go down the well. And then we also had Lena teaming up with Irina to go deal uh, some... You know, deal, deal with the uh, the big question as to what's going on outside the gates of Ryberry. You know, they were going to figure out what uh, anything that they could about our mysterious foes. So, I think I think we'll leave Tyson McKay for now. I mean, dude, you're kind of just sleeping, and I feel like you wouldn't wake up till till much later. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll we'll just punch him till he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> You're back in the fight, pussy. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> you wake now. Tickle, yeah. tickle. Yeah, so, so Tyson... I grow Mc- claws, tickle him. <laughs> Tyson, okay, you're going to be asleep through this, but feel free to, to give us any commentary you have uh, on what the other characters are doing and, and tell them exactly what they're doing wrong throughout the whole the whole episode. <laughs> you got it. That's what I do best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yay, thanks for encouraging us. <laughs> we pressure. are going to pick up with Lena and Irina. <gasps> yeah. Whoa, I never start. That's I exciting. I know, this is exciting, right? Before this the before we went live, Lena asked so who's starting? Who's starting? And I just totally kept silent. I don't want to give you guys that. Those <laughs> yeah, I just dudes. figured nobody was listening to me again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Fievel was going to start for sure this time. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fievel. There is that guy. <laughs> Only Lord knows. Yeah, and I am you're the, the Lord. You're the Lord, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. So, Lena, you just witnessed that whole kerfluffle. The whole Shamalama Ding Dong going on with Tyson McKay being woken up. We had your boy Vel as well as. Was she there? Well, yeah. no, no, no. She she didn't go up into the, the in. place. She was oh. standing outside. There was Rodolfo right. and McCain standing out there. They were told to wait by Wolfhelm while he went in because he was obviously not just going to let Vel, this random dude who he kind of had known before, but only as a homeless person, not even as this planes walking life-saving magician dude and he also wasn't going to just let Ularic walk in there all on his own Rogar had to go so Lena was all like hey I don't want him messing with what Ularic's doing blah 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 anyways Lena we're now on to you and Irina the 
deal with Tyson McKay has now been done. So so Ularic has stepped out of the guild hall of the Knights of the New Moon, and he is uh, currently walking uh, up and back towards the mayor's hall. Okay. And Irina approaches you, just taking a couple steps, kind of closing the gap. She looks to you and says, I think maybe it's best that we find out more from Wilmond, our librarian. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Who's that? Not my boy. <laughs> so Irina kind of uh, motions towards the entrance to the guild hall and then begins to walk inside. Would you like to follow? Yes. Cool, cool, cool. No. No, I stay outside. <laughs> I hold my breath and I stop my foot I down. Say, I say, no, I'm I holding say, my breath. Wil- <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm can come to me. What's his name? Wilman. Wilman. Wilhelm. <laughs> Everyone's Wolfhelm, Wilhelm. <laughs> Walmhelm. Damerick. Wilman. Dobrik. <laughs> Dobrik. I hate that you call him that. I don't. I'm really bad with names. I call. I don't. I still don't know how to pronounce the mouse's Fievel? name. I call him Fievel. Yeah, that's not his name. I feel. I feel as though <laughs> if you call Fievel Fievel, I think you'll incur more of a wrath than anyone else has. He might kill you. Yeah. I know. I know. He's a little psychopathic <laughs> mouse. Like. <laughs> He once he once choked a bullywug out just for looking at him. <laughs> Let's not talk about it anymore. He almost killed his own toad, and that's his best friend. Yeah. That fucked me up, audience. When I listened to that episode, I was on my way into work, and I was cr- literally crying in my car, going, "No, Bible, no!" And then not he didn't. <laughs> and then he didn't. So then I was so happy, and I had just an emotional roller coaster on my 40-minute ride into work that day. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes from the Facebook page that he's done is Jordan Peele when uh, when he's just sweating. It's 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 the, the clip from the, the porn video that they do. And so he's just yeah. sweating immensely, and it's like, hey there, Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Bauer's just dripping with sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Facebook page, the Twitter, uh, the Insta, and on Podbean. Definitely check us out there for funny stuff, stories, um, as well as clips. We're, we're looking to bring Nudes. audio clips in there, too, but we'll talk about that more later. So, Lena, you're following Irina into the Guildhall of the Knights of the New Moon. And yeah, the guy's name is Wilmond, so W-I-L-M-U-N-D. You know? Don't need to write it down. Got I it am writing it down. Got it locked up here. <laughs> <laughs> so Irina walks uh, into the guild hall. There's the very large, uh, ostentatious uh, gathering hall portion of the guild hall. Uh, to your left, you see a staircase, which is uh, two-storied, so kind of goes up. You turn left, goes up again, and there looks like there's a, a number of doors along a hallway up into the left. However, there if you're to kind of continue walking into the large part of the hall where they're obviously having these these guild meetings, uh, and there are tables here for their feasts and stuff like that. If you're to continue walking down that hallway, you would see doors on either side as well as uh, as you walk by portraits of all of the various commanders of the Knights of the New Moon. Le- uh, Irina walks past them not not kind of looking at any of the portraits but as you walk by you see that it's it's primarily been men who have been commanders of the Knights of the New Moon though there are a few prominent women uh, portrayed 
and it's not only humans. At certain points, we see primarily dragonborns, but also uh, half-orcs, and very few half-orcs, I should say, but have been portrayed as commanders as well. Irina continues to walk down, and the second set of doors on the left, she uh, looks uh, back at you to ensure that you're following, and then she swings open these double doors uh, to reveal a library. Okay. It's kind of a crescent-shaped room, semicircular room, and there is one of those... The books kind of go all the way from the floor to the ceiling, so there's one of those really cool ladders that rolls around the edge so that the librarian can walk up and get one of the high-reaching shelves. It's kind of smoky in here, as though someone had been smoking a pipe, and that's quite obvious uh-huh. when you look to the desk and see there is a pipe that's kind of smoldering with smoke uh, blowing. It's a very... Is that the marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> Please now. <laughs> not, not in this time period. <laughs> it's a very aromatic scent, uh, very rich. In addition to that, the smell of booze lingers in the air, and that's that's a smell that you know all too well, having spent a bunch of time with mercenaries and these quote-unquote barbarians of the Iron Wolves. There is a bottle which is just a few inches from the librarian's fingers, and he is passed out at his desk face down, <laughs> And he is <laughs> he is snoring. There, there is one small window at the other side of the room, and the curtains have been drawn kind of sloppily, so it, it's covered. He's obviously not... Uh, he's taking a nap, so, you know, he doesn't want to be disturbed by that sunlight. Irina looks at you and goes, ah! Like she's just, you know, kind of expressing her... What dis- do you want, Irina? He's been up late... Dealing with this shit. Yeah. Fuck you. And what do you want from me? He's, you're the one that wanted me to meet him. Yeah. Wake him up with a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's giving right, what you should have done to me. <laughs> Everyone's giving him hate, and Rogar's just like, wake him up with a kiss. <laughs> okay. No. No, no, no. So, um, look, Irina's not looking for you to do anything, Lena. She's just saying, you know, expressing her dis- her her disappointment in the dude. You know, it's it's not like it's super early in the morning, and he's very clearly, you know, hungover or drunk at this point. So she walks over towards the window, which has the curtains closed. She opens them very quickly, and a, a bright autumn sunlight kind of floods into the room, and you see dust particles kind of fly about. She says, "Wilmond," in this in kind of a louder tone. And he kind of starts very quickly. He knocks the the can the glass bottle over, but there's hardly any liquid in it, so none of it really spills anywhere. And he quickly like shoots up, and he goes, "Oh, it's early." And he kind of is rubbing his eyes, giving this salty gaze, this glare towards Irina. So, would you like to do anything, Lena? You're just gonna kind of hang out in the background. Now, at this point, I would like Wilmond kind of half smile at him okay so he looks towards you for a second Lena continuing to rub his eyes he then looks over at Irina and says what do you want at this ungodly hour Irina looks to him and says we need to know what you've uncovered so he looks to the both of you and he says what I've uncovered eh so he picks up the bottle and reaches for a glass but it seems like it's literally just a few inches out of reach so he does not grab the bottle or does not grab the glass and instead drinks from the bottle straight he looks to you both and says yes we had a breakthrough last night 
me and the the dragon boy. <clears throat> <laughs> Doesn't even know your name. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. almost got him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we uh, it's all it's all in its early infancy stages of research, you know, because of how things are. He he kind of looks to you. It's very clear that he's very much still drunk from the night before. He has not reached the hangover stage yet. And he goes, We figured out that these bodies are host to a myriad of different diseases and funguses and stuff like that. So, the really interesting thing that we found out is that there's no blood in that body that you guys fucked up in the courtyard. <laughs> and that's important because... And he looks to both of you, kind of waiting for you to finish his, his thought. And Le- <laughs> Irina just looks to you, Lena, shakes her head, and she says, We don't have time for your games. Right, right, of course, he says. It's important because without blood, the body really can't move. <clears throat> well, a normal body couldn't, right? And so that's what got me thinking. It's probably magic that's keeping them. Ah. And he kind of takes his fingers and walks them across the desk. <laughs> and he goes, Walk- <laughs> Walking. And he kind of has this big smile on his face like he's uncovered something super big. quote me. (laughs) Where's your citations? It's probably magic. (laughs) Rogar Ragnak. So he looks very... I think he just said magic. (laughs) He looks very pleased with himself. And he says, still though, how it functions, I don't really know. And I hypothesize it's magic, but again, I don't really know. Because it was a breakthrough, so it hasn't been fully fleshed out yet. So if you find something different, I really need to know. And Irina looks to him and goes, Look, Wilmond, we just need to know if they have any weaknesses, or if this is something that was done just to this one, or, you know, those things in the distance, were there more of them? I mean, has anything like this been done before? And he goes, I don't know about weaknesses, but I don't think they're designed to be very good at fighting. I think they're designed to to kind of come inside the city. You guys give them the old one-two. Boom. They just... And he kind of makes this explosion <laughs> with his fist. <laughs> and he goes, You know, so I suppose there's probably more of them. I mean, if it were me, I would make more of them, right? Because you gotta think how many people are infected... Not too many right now. So, Irina looks uh, Wilmond up and down with her eyes, and she says, Is there anything else you have that could be useful? At the moment, he says, holding a finger up and then looking around, No. But, if you guys come back with more, I'd be eternally grateful for that. Because... You know, all these higher-ups, they want the information. I'm trying to do my best. I'm just a single guy, you know? I'm just trying to I'm just trying to read as many books as possible. They got me working 18 hours down here. Oh, he said he's single. <laughs> what he's saying is he's working on this project all alone. Not no, that no. he doesn't have a love interest. But, for help. But we are getting to that. As he then looks to Lena and says, You must be the Frost Cryo Witch. <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> Roll me a fucking deception check. I'm not a frost witch. 
That's not a lie. I'm not a frost witch at all. He called you a frost cryo witch, and you are a cryomancer, and I think you know what he meant. Also, he's drunk. Come on. <laughs> That's a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so instead of saying no, you just say yes. <laughs> it's a crit. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crit fail, so you just agree. He stands, <laughs> supporting himself with the desk, and he goes, I would love to talk to you sometime about about ice and the 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 process by which you make it and if you can make a bunch for drinks <clears throat> and he kind of hiccups a, a little bit wow what an icebreaker wow <laughs> literally so he's like leaning on the desk right yeah yeah he's he's supporting himself quite strongly and am I on the other si- other side of the desk? Is that kind of where we're standing? Well, Irina got a little bit closer than you did. I imagine that you didn't approach closer than about ten okay. feet. It's quite a, lo- a long room, but it's up to you. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I approached a little bit earlier. Okay. And then I'll just kind of lean down on the desk too, like, uh, like both forearms on the table, and then smiling at him, so we're kind of at eye level more. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's that's, that's what you're. You're just gonna smile at him at eye level. No, and then I'm gonna say okay. Oh, you say okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Is this like uh like you're trying to be charming with him, or are you just trying to? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Charming. Well, I wouldn't say flirting. Charming is good. Roll me a charisma check. Oh, that's good. I have great charisma. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm here for you. <laughs> I don't have good charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. That's a 13. <laughs> 13. I don't even have anything in my charisma. The whole point of me flipping was pointless. <laughs> okay, so Wilmond looks to looks back at you. He kind of his eyes almost completely fixated on you, but he's still kind of drunk, so his eyes wander a little bit back and forth, and he goes so, so when do you get off? <clears throat> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just leaving. Irina looks to both of you and says, we don't have time for this. I said I was leaving, Irina. Three, God. some. Three, some. <laughs> Willen says, well, when you get back, I need to know about the things that you're going to find, but I would also like to have a drink with some of that that ice of yours, he says, as he kind of pokes you in the chest, like like in the collarbone. Oh, area. I don't like, he like just, that at he all. He just taps you in the <laughs> chest. Yeah, no, I don't want to be touched by you, woman, at all. Are you saying that to him? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I'm like, I'm just, I stand up now. I'm, and then uh, I do want to ask before I leave, though. He said books, but is there anything else that he might want from them? So he, like, is there sampling kits that he might want or something? He looks to you both and he says, I mean, I'm not exactly a field researcher. I'm more of an armchair researcher. So if, you know, you got like descriptions or drawings or looks at the footprints or whatever it is, right? I mean, do whatever it is that you outside cats do. Wow. <laughs> like outside cats. Okay. Plus 50 experience points to Rogar. Yes. 
<laughs> I'm picturing like those outside cats that you see that only have one ear and no tail and they walk around with only like limping and they hiss at everything. It's like, I'm an well, outside cat. <laughs> Le- uh, Irina's only got one eye, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was in poor taste, Lena. <laughs> yeah. Me for days. <laughs> Come on, that's Rogar's girl. Remember, remember him last episode? She's Arg. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So Irina turns and begins to walk out of the room. She then kind of like lets out a little bit of a sigh, turns and flips a gold piece towards Wilmond, who, despite being quite drunk, catches it almost expertly as though this is something that's happened many times before. And he mm-hmm. goes, Information at a cost, am I right? You didn't give him information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did. He did. Uh, I guess um, you could ask Rogar and he would give you the same answer. <laughs> five gold pieces. Um, yeah, I'll follow. I'll follow Irina out as she does that, and then. Uh, but I will like kind of turn around and say bye, Wilmond. Okay, so he looks towards you and he says, "Bye." And he kind of does, <laughs> like, the finger wave. Limp hand. Yeah. But he can tell, like, he's he's trying very hard. He's got, like, this kind of, he's trying to be seductive smile on. Um, but he's a librarian, you know. He's got, like, glasses kind of in disarray. His longer brown hair kind of disheveled looking. Um, so, yeah. But he's still cute, I think. Still a cute guy. All right. Cuter than McCain? I don't think so. He's definitely, yeah, it's hard to say who's more stable between the two of them. I mean, McCain's a psychopath and and Wilman's just a drunk, so. Yeah, but both super cute choices, Lena. <laughs> both real winners. <laughs> well, I'm not going to choose Rodolfo. He's got some weird sister like familial shit with uh, Ansel's not Ansel. his sister. And I, oh, I, I thought don't, we said that last episode. No, they're not brother and sister. They're they're in love. They're they're like a pair. They're romantic. She has a boyfriend. What? No and, wonder they both suck together. What the fuck? I would have wrote that. Rudolfo's a dick for no <laughs> Tyson reason. Tyson kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolfo's a dick for no reason, and Ansel's a freaking idiot. I can't get over the bread thing. Oh my god. Like, she never would have known anything if you guys hadn't rolled so low. (laughs) What do you have there? It's bread. Oh. (laughs) Goes about her day. Wow. It's a a love letter. (laughs) It was bread, and I lit it on fire. Why? (laughs) Okay. Because I wanted toes. (laughs) It's it's something Tyson would do, to be fair. It's not out of the ordinary. So, Irina and Lena, prepping for your journey, you guys head out of the Guild Hall of the Knights of the New Moon and onto the streets of Ryeberry. The town is a-bustling, and as you guys are walking towards the main gate, you see Iron Wolves, Town Guard, and Knights of the New Moon all hammering, sawing, and working away at fortifying the town. A real real can-do attitude out of the men and women of the city. So, that's kind of cool to see. Yeah. As you approach the gate, it is Captain Raynaud, the leader of the guard, who... What happened to that guy? Yeah, Jesus. well, he's been he dealing died. with the town guard. He's dead, sure. too. <laughs> Everyone well, Roger hasn't seen in a few hours is dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> no, no, he, uh... Roger, just open your eyes. <laughs> he did not... He chose not to go to the meeting with the Iron Wolves and the Knights of New Moon because he had a lot to deal with with the guards. 
So something that you can definitely ask him about if you want to. However, he is standing atop the gate, pointing at his men towards spots and sections of the eastern wall that are going to need to be repaired. And as the two of you approach, Lena, he looks down at both of you and says, You've both been cleared to leave. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, the sass isn't really helping your your popularity <laughs> vote among the people, Lena. Just letting you Am know. Am I supposed to be popular with them though? No, no, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, it, it wouldn't kill you to say yeah, Iron yeah. Wolf Iron Fist. <laughs> Plus oh 200 experience points. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> you know what, girl? You're playing your character. I like it. I just like to give you a hard time. You give me shit fister. when I first start the episode. When I first started playing, Amber, I had this character. She was supposed to be rough and tough. And so then I try. Amber, you're not really being popular. <laughs> Amber, sweetie, I know I told you to be yourself, but no one in school likes you. <laughs> Stop. Why would you say that on the Spy <laughs> <laughs> says about Tyson all the time. <laughs> okay. And I only I only go by deer. Thank you. Uh, mm. Like D E E R. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. All right, deer. So you are the gates of Ryberry creak open, and Irina walks and steps out confidently into the outer part of the town. Would you like to follow? And yeah. you see Fievel. He's been standing there for months. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his decomposed body. <laughs> Jack Bauer's eating him. <laughs> just a, a note, a note attached to his body. I waited for you. <laughs> this is a formal hunger strike. I will not speak. I will not eat until I am it's listened to. <laughs> it's a hunger strike. There's a bunch of good berries all around him. <laughs> <laughs> just in circles, weird descript- weird patterns drawn on. So send nudes. <laughs> so the two of you step outside, Ryberry, and the gates of the town close behind you. You can still hear the sounds of the people working away at fortifying the town, and as you look out onto the landscape, there is about it varies at different points between three quarters of a kilometer to about a kilometer of open terrain, grassland, kind of slightly hilly before the forest uh, takes over. However, you can see the main road, which leads into Ryberry, which kind of heads uh, both east and then kind of dips south. And that also heads into the wood off to your right. Looking north, you can see mountains in the distance, uh, mountains that are certainly known, at least slightly, to Tyson McKay, uh, though he would have been from further slightly. east. Slightly, yeah, slightly to Tyson McKay. I mean, I'm imagining that when you grew up in the mountains, they would have talked about the mountains, but then again, what do I know? <clears throat> they ignored them. They ignored them. Those are the large hills. <laughs> Son, we don't live in the mountains. It's all an illusion. We live on the coast. This is Baja, baby. <laughs> wow. I'm just swimming in the fields. <laughs> you have a horrible allergy. <laughs> just outbreak hives all the time. So, Irina looks to you, Lena, and says... I say we make for the trees where we saw them, and then go from there. Okay. All right. So walking along the open expanse in between Ryberry and the nearby woods, 
you see this this vast greenery of the forest, mostly deciduous deciduous trees with some conifers in between. And though it is overwhelmingly green, there are the first hints of oranges and yellows and reds amongst the the leaves. You know, fall is 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 in if not uh, full swing, it's definitely fast approaching. And Irina looks to you, and her stance kind of changes. There, the grasses aren't super tall here, but she's not walking, you know, straight up and with confidence, but rather in somewhat of a crouched mode. So she's not actively trying to stealth, but she's definitely not wanting to attract a lot of attention to the two of you walking across the field and heading towards the woods. Yeah, I agree. I would do the same thing. Okay. So the two of you kind of sneak towards the tree line, and Irina looks to you and begins to look for evidence along the ground. She scours with her eyes for a few moments and says, They were standing around here. And then she looks back towards Ryberry to kind of get a vantage point, and then begins to move uh, in a more northward direction to the left along the tree line, uh, where she perhaps may have seen more of them. Hmm. Okay. I'll, um, I want to kind of go in the same direction as her, but not along the same path, if that makes sense. Just so that we're not, Hmm. I'm not just following her around and I'm kind of looking at other things and seeing different things. Sounds good. So Irina is going to roll a perception check and she, she kind of whispers to you as she does so. Nice. With a 16 plus her wisdom of two. She says, look, footprints, in almost a half-whispered tone. She points at them on the ground and then crouches towards them, stopping right at the edge of these footprints, which uh, walked from the deeper woods out and then stood uh, with kind of this wide stance looking directly towards Ryberry. She investigates Mm -hmm. them for a few more seconds, and then she says, come over here, look. Yeah, so I'll go over there carefully where I'm stepping. Okay. Whispering to you again, she says, They're large, deformed. She points to edges. She says, It's humanoid, but... I mean, look at this. She points to the, the toes where, you know, if you were wearing the like a, a shoe and there was a sole, it would obviously be rounded. But this has kind of odd bits of, of impression in the mud and the dirt, which just looks to be kind of haphazard as though the foot had a bunch of, of growths or or lesions on it right kind of changing the shape can we sketch this or anything did we bring anything that we could kind of show this footprint to a woman so Irina looks to you and she, she says I can do better she pulls her pack down to her side and pulls out three different jars Okay. In the first, uh, it's a jar of clay. The second, uh, a jar of water. And the third is a bag, actually. Uh, more of a, uh, a soft bag of sand. She begins to mix uh, in the jar of clay the sand and then pours water carefully to a certain mixture. And then she begins to pour it into the, the, de- the depression, the footprint, and even it out, making it You're a You're ruining cast. it. I'm like, no! (laughs) So she makes a cast of the footprint. After a few minutes, 
she ceases her work after she's kind of happy with the impression that she's made. She looks to you and she says, We'll need to wait a little bit. Let's have a look around and circle back. Okay. So, she stands uh, up, not, not entirely, but back again to that crouched position, and begins to inch her way towards the, the thicker trees. She follows the footprints back slightly, and then she stops. She looks left and right, seeing more footprints of, of different individuals, and she kind of stands up more upright. She turns and then looks back towards Ryberry, and then she kind of outstretches her arms right and left, and she says, They stood in a line, but why would they look at Ryberry? And where do they come from? She seems to be posing herself questions. (laughs) She turns back. If they are like the others, a fungus or a disease, they wouldn't be able to withstand sunlight. Well, they wouldn't like it anyways. And then she looks to you and says, There's a cave system near here. Twin Grotto. We used to play there as children. It's no more than a couple kilometers from here. Okay. Can I, just before we leave, can I um, roll an arcana to see, because woman said it was magic, so can Mm -hmm. I roll an arcana and see if there's anything going on there? Like traces of magic? Sure, if you want to. Fuck, yeah, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, Yeah, it's a seven. Yeah, so no, uh, no traces of magic from the footprints, though it, it, at least to the best of your knowledge, only really strong magics that are either constant or if they were in passing, they would have to be super strong and a very specific kind of magic to kind of linger like that, right? Okay. So she looks into the tree line and says, yes, yeah, not far from here, Twin Grotto. Maybe a kilometer, kilometer and a half. I mean, they could have walked that easily and then headed back because morning was coming. She looks to you and says, keep a watchful eye. I nod. Okay. And she begins to head back into the forest. Are you walking alongside her, following behind her? What would you like to do? Hmm... Yeah, sure. I'll walk. I'll walk alongside her. If she's like walking more up right now, I'll walk alongside her. If she's more crouching, doing the crouching thing, I'll kind of follow that movement. Okay. All right. So she is in kind of a half crouch, and you guys walk for what seems to be about twenty minutes. You're you're definitely moving at a slower pace, just because you're you're tr- you're not walking upright or running, right? You're kind of moving at, at half speed at the very least, and. It is no more than a few uh, minutes past the 20-minute mark where you both come across more of a clearing. There are only small trees which grow here. Uh, It looks like maybe some saplings of various kinds. But Irina quickly holds her fist up as though to, to denote, like, stop. Because in the distance, you guys hear a twig snap. Yeah. So yeah, so she, I stop. I listen to that. I stop. She quickly goes from crouched to completely prone on the ground, and as she does so in almost one fluid motion, she takes her crossbow off of her back and pulls it back against her chest, like against the ribs and stomach, 
That's making hard. sure that it's ready to go. <laughs> okay. I just have my spells ready, so... <laughs> okay, so she looks towards you, kind of looking back at you, and with her head, motions for you to join alongside her as she begins to kind of, I guess, soldier crawl through the bushes mm-hmm. in, the, in the thicket towards the edge of the clearing so you guys can get a better view. Okay, I'll, um, I'll do that, but I'm, I'm being very cautious to leave my hands available like nope. I'm not using like I'm not crawling if anything I'm more so on my elbows so that I can still raise uh, a hand and oh yeah she's still yeah. doing that as well right because she's holding onto her crossbow so yeah. she, she's not like yeah. she's crawling like tearing her way forward with her nails she's <laughs> she's using the elbows right mm. okay so Irina is going to roll a perception check nice gosh yeah, Irina, go girl. That is a 13 plus her wisdom of two. And she is going to be able to take a peek at what is going on in the clearing. In the clearing, you... Actually, I'll have you roll this as well. If you could roll me a perception check, Lena, that'd be great. I haven't been rolling well. Oh. That's uh, oh. a 10. That's a two? I plus, no, it's a 10. Oh, 10. Thank goodness. You're all dead. You're all dead. Okay. I have a plus five to perception and got a ten. Okay, so... (laughs) So, nearly 35, almost 40 feet from you, a humanoid figure, very slender and cloaked in a very tattered and greenish-gray cloak with holes and kind of raggedy patches in it, is walking towards the south, and uh, kind of walking towards a, a large tree which sits at the, the southernmost point of this clearing. As she walks through the, the grass, it's very clear that she's not wearing any shoes and she seems to almost delight at the, the nature around her and seems to dance on her way towards one of the trees. Okay. She dances up to this tall tree with moss and mushrooms and bracket fungi, those large semicircular discs, which feed from this large oak tree growing from it. And kind of with reckless abandon to her her volume of her voice, begins to coo at them in a, in a loving voice that somehow at the same time seems sick and wretched. So she kind of coos, Oh, my pretty ones, she utters, cupping them in her hands and she seems to inhale no, deeply as though she's assy. <laughs> as, <laughs> it is not granny assy but plus 10 experience points for, for thinking of the girl oh shit I totally thought it was her too she no, only has so many female voices okay <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> no no this is, this is quite a slender figure right granny assy was a little bit dumpy yeah, she was. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm picturing this as like a beautiful thing, and then it's Granny. Is it Granny Assy? No, it's we Granny it Addy, but they call her Assy. It is Addy. For a second, I was like, oh, why don't I remember her being Assy? <laughs> okay, so she inhales deeply while cupping these mushrooms and, and mosses and smells them as though she's smelling flowers like roses. Then she quickly turns towards the center of the clearing, taking a few steps uh, with speed, not 
not because she's seen you guys, but because she just seems to be taking deep breaths and enjoying being in the clearing. She is very emaciated looking, almost sickly uh, green and brown in coloration in terms of her skin, with splotches of a deeper sickly green uh, mixed in there as well. She wears very little below the thigh, tatters of clothing, and she pulls back her hood to reveal a head without any hair. Again, her her skin and her face is that sickly moss green color, and her lips are blackened. As she blinks her eyes, Irina takes a quick breath in because her eyes are almost entirely black, without whites or irises at all. Her eye, sorry, you should say. No, her, <laughs> no her, Irina's got one eye. This random yep. forest chick has two eyes. Okay. Oh, I thought Irina's eyes were going. No, black. no, 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 no. No, they're looking at the the woman who gotcha. now is about twenty five, twenty to twenty five feet from you guys, more to the center oh of the clearing. She almost crouches down as if speaking to someone. She whispers, "I know, I know." I told them we should. I told them, she says as she laughs. She then turns her face towards the forest and takes a deep inhale or breath. And I'm going to need you both to roll me stealth checks, please. I'll roll for Irina. You can roll for yourself. Oh, God. So Irina's got a 16 plus her stealth of three. Oh, that's way better. Uh, That is a 16 for me. Okay. So, the woman in the sickly green with the black eyes, uh, without hair, she stands very abruptly, and and she stands very tall and upright, and then she (laughs) takes more sniffs inwards and takes a few more steps towards you. Irina doesn't hardly move her body, but the crossbow uh, tip seems to follow this figure as she slowly, slowly adjusts to ensure that she's going to get the right shot. The creature then turns back, the humanoid turns back and says, Watching me? Watching me now? And then she turns back towards the bushes and she says, My children hunger for you. <laughs> she calls out towards the both I of you. I run back to Ryberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't do that. Where's Tyson? <laughs> So, Irina Irina turns her face, still keeping the crossbow trained on the woman, turns her face towards you, Lena, and she whispers in a very, very, very low tone, I think we should talk to her. Hi. (laughs) What's up, girl? (laughs) We're all women here. Let's, uh... (laughs) Let's all sync up. (laughs) Fuck Ryder. Uh, you should sure. blast her with an arrow. Like I guess if she if she wants to, sure. Um, she can stand up first though. Okay. So, Irina, I'll I'll just not like you know kind of look at her like you you make the decision, but I'm not saying no. Okay. So. Irina looks back at the woman who's kind of spinning in circles, kind of taking odd steps 
not not like spinning with any kind of, of, of plan here, but just seems to be kind of <laughs> like making herself dizzy by looking around and around. And Irina says, she could be useful. She could know things. She's talking to play. She She says that she could be useful. She could know things. She is talking to plants. <laughs> Irina looks back towards her and then slowly stands, crossbow still pointed towards the woman, who quickly like spins around and stops, staring at Irina, who freezes. And the the sickly woman kind of turns her head to the side and uh, begins to walk almost very quickly towards Irina, who holds the crossbow full tilt up towards her and says, Wait, stop. And the woman stops in her tracks. And the woman kind of looks at Irina with intrigue and then kind of falls back and takes a couple steps back and says, (laughs) Ah, my children will love you like I love them. Tell us, Irina says, who are your children? Secrets, secrets, secrets. Ah, secrets. Irina kind of looks quickly back towards you, Lena, and then she begins to kind of not approach, but kind of circle left. And the woman, her gaze follows Irina, and her body follows her as well, turning, so she doesn't seem to be aware of the fact that you're still crouched down there. Mm. The- no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up, though, because if something happens with Irina, I gotta be ready. So okay. I'm going to stand up as well. And then I also want to ready... Um, Ray of Frost. I'm also going to ready that one. Okay, so you're going to ready Ray of Frost. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Irina continues to, to circle, and you stand as well, and the woman quickly turns towards you and then takes a couple steps backwards. She says... He was right. He was right. Who is he? Irina calls out. Who is he? What was he right about? I can't say, she says. She kind of rubs the side of her head. He said so. Come. He said nothing about sharing words. And Irina says, who is he? Why is he here? The woman takes a couple steps forward. She's always moving and never seems to be in a state of fully stopping her movement. And she smiles coyly and says, To retrieve it. She has this big, bright smile on her face and saying it. What is it that he is retrieving? She looks at the both of you, still smiling, extends her hand out uh, towards the south, and a staff flies towards her hand, and she clutches it and then kind of spins it around her body and says I'll play you for it rock paper scissors (laughs) (laughs) what kind of game so you say what kind of game and she says um whoever whoever and she seems to kind of trail off in the thought and Irina seems to kind of follow her with the crossbow and looks almost prepared to take a shot, though not a lethal one. The woman 
stops moving and turns towards Irina very quickly and she says, whoever doesn't die wins. <laughs> Great. Awesome. I'm glad we talked. Kill Irina. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative rolls, please, because we are getting into the full swing of combat. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And Rogar comes out of the bushes and smacks her in the face. <laughs> Which one? Covered in blood. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> They're all evil. Oh They're all evil in Rogar's eyes. <laughs> Rogar goes so good that he turns evil. <laughs> Every, no one's good enough for him. <laughs> I can't trust women anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, of Xbox Girl. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I was lost. <laughs> and Lena, what, what did you roll on your on your initiative? A 13. I'm going last because Noah's having a good night with rolls. I'm having a great night with rolls. Funnily enough, they both rolled 18, but Irina has a higher plus to to dex than this lady does. So Irina looses off a shot with her crossbow with a geez with an 18 plus her plus her to hit. She slams the woman in the shoulder with a crossbow bolt. She is going to be taking. Nice. Nine damage from the crossbow bolt. She dies. Dead. Immediately dead. <laughs> falls to the ground. <laughs> the game's over. You win. <laughs> okay. Tyson might die if we got hit with that. <laughs> Irina then rushes, so runs left towards the tree line. She uh, ducks behind a tree, uh, kind of falling, not falling down, but sliding down the back of the tree, and as a bonus action, reloads her crossbow. So she's taken full nice. cover. Okay. okay. It is now the woman's turn. She turns towards you, Lena, as Irina very quickly has made herself, you know, behind cover and, and taking cover. And this bolt of, or this cackling green light seems to start at her hand, travel up the length of her staff, and then she blasts it towards you, this green projectile. I'm going to roll a d20 here. And what is your AC? Not low. 14. Okay, so that is a hit. Um, It is a ranged spell attack. Lena, you are going to take 11. You're going to take 11 poison damage. Okay. And you're going to make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. (laughs) You only have to beat a 14, though. Only? Is that it? I rolled a 2. So. Okay, so you win. You are poisoned until the end of your next turn. Okay? So. Is my next turn right now, though? That's good, at least. No, no, no. Like, poison until the end of, uh, of, I guess, this this woman's next turn. Okay? Which means that you'll be rolling at disadvantage for all of your actions. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm just going to switch dice quickly. I don't need that one anymore, because, uh. I'm just going to switch dice. (laughs) Green for the poison that I am. Whoa. Um, what, okay. a, what a metaphor or whatever, am I right? <laughs> so, wo- just because the woman at takes, this point... Sorry. She's going to finish off her turn by taking about ten steps back, and she kind of uh, tosses the staff between two hands, almost whispering to it the words which you can't hear, however. 
What would you like to do? <laughs> I dropped dead. No. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna cast. You said she is she still about twenty feet from us? Well, she just moved ten feet back, so she is thirty-two feet from you. Good. So when I leveled up, I got Frostball, which nice. is essentially the same as Tyson's Fireball. It's not the same; it's the opposite, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Plus twenty experience points, Tyson. Holy fuck! <laughs> I did go. level up too. I should tell people that. Oh, um, yeah. I want to hear about that after the fight. Sure. Welcome but yeah, so six. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast that. Um, so it's a twenty foot radius. So I'm just gonna make sure that. Um, you know, it's not hitting us. It's only hitting her. Um, and then it's also going to knock her prone. Okay, so, so she's rolling a, a deck saving throw or something like that? Yeah, I think I think so. You think so? Yeah, I have to maybe double check that. Yeah, double check mm-hmm. on it, it and then we'll we'll know for sure. It's a frostball coming at you. So. Oh, and that's a natural fucking 20, bud. Oh, wow. Thank God for these green dice. Okay, whoa, I'm just going to double check. Yeah, yeah, because if she's rolling, then you don't have to roll at all. Yeah, because she might just have to so make don't. a dex check. Wow. Yeah, because typically how those AoE spells work is you like point <sighs> your finger in the direction of where you want it to go, and then it happens, but everyone has to roll. I see what you mean, but I just rolled. No, I understand what you mean, but it doesn't matter because that wasn't the right rule that you were That's following. That's not the spell. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm just finding it here. What? I rolled a 20. Change the rules for me, Noah. <laughs> you don't know how dash works. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not letting you use it now. <laughs> uh, Ross Bow. How's your life going, Rogar? <laughs> I already told you my head's broken. I said Rogar. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm about to belly flop into this well, so please do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll die instantly. So I was thinking cannonball. <laughs> it's a deck save. Oh, uh, that's rough. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to calculate my decks for this. No, yeah, you, it's, it's you her. have to do it. She's, she's doing a deck save. No, I know, but she has to beat something, right? Yeah, it's eight plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting spell modifier. Casting. Mm. So, proficiency two. My. Okay, yeah, so that would be. My proficiency is two plus my wisdom is three plus my cons is three. So that's six, seven, eight. But you're not plus adding my what? You're not adding your con. You're just adding your spell no, casting modifier yeah. plus your yeah. My spell my spell casting modifier. I have a feat that lets me add my constitution. Oh, cool! That's sweet. So that would include that in my spell casting. Yep. So it's eight plus all of this. Okay. What did I say originally? Six. Uh, that's six, seven, eight plus eight. So she has to be to sixteen. Cool. So she and I rolled in at twenty. So 20. that's impossible. She only rolls an eleven plus her dex yes. of two. I told you. So she fails. Okay. Wow. So now I have to roll eight. She is caught in the full explosion of your frost bomb. She is knocked prone, so she's kind of thrown back uh, five feet, and she lands on her back, and she takes. Uh, 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's too many dice. <laughs> she dice takes off her damage. Oh my <laughs> So three, uh, four, five, six, seven, plus five. Shane, get a calculator out quick. Seven plus five is twelve. <laughs> twelve. And then how many rolls was that? I think That's that was three. three. Plus one. Thirteen. Plus three. Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> Plus six. Uh, 22. And I rolled in that 20. That doesn't matter. Double it. <laughs> Double it. Noah, make it count. Double no, it. absolutely. And we're not... Uh, Tyson, I'll take away those 20 experience points. Double count. Divide it. <laughs> Divide, <laughs> Divide it. it. <laughs> Plus 100 experience points, Tyson. That was a good comment. I like that. Okay. We're going to level up again. I'm not All right. Level. So she takes 22 <laughs> damage and is knocked prone. How would you like to end your turn? Would you like to move at all, or would you like to stay where you are? Yeah, no, I am going to move, actually, because um, I got a feat at level five. No, this is an actual action. So, no, I'm just going to... Climb the tree. Yeah, I'll move back another... I'll move back 20 feet, because that would put her 60 feet away. So, yeah, I'll do that. You, if you do so, there will be there will be trees in the way. Like you'll be okay. In then the never mind. Forest. I'll stay there. Then you're right yeah, at, the, at the at the brink at the edge. So we okay. move on to Irina, who rolls out from the tree line and takes a moment to really aim that shot of hers. She's got advantage because her enemy is prone, so she stands from that crouch position and fires. She's gonna roll two d20s. Thank God, because the first one's a nat one. And the second one's a nat 20. Oh Oh my my god. God. (laughs) What are the odds? Do the math. (laughs) I don't know what the odds are. It's crazy. (laughs) So so the crossbow bolt flies through the air, landing right into the woman's calf and actually penetrating the ground. So she is stuck in the ground. She's going to roll double damage on this bad boy. Oh my goodness. Nasty, nasty. With a full six times two is twelve, but she's also got her Double plus it. to hit, which is three, four. So <laughs> she's dealing twenty damage on this crossbow oh, shot. Oh my goodness! Like the maximum that she could do. Fire the cannons. <laughs> okay, it is now the woman's turn. She kind of lets out this ferocious like snarl and looks back towards her leg. She just rolls though and you can hear the audible snap of the crossbow (laughs) shaft as she just rolls and obviously has immense pain shooting through her leg and she stands taking half of her movement speed to do so she heavily leans on her staff and then she just begins to laugh and smile at the both of you (laughs) she lets go of her staff and kind of wobbles for a split second and the staff remains standing upright of its own accord. How? Okay. Here come the children. <laughs> she reaches into a small pouch, hide Uh-oh. pouch at her side, and pulls a small spherical object. She Pokeball. cups it in both of her hands and begins to whisper to it, kind of cooing at it for three to four seconds, and then she tosses it into the middle of the clearing. Okay, you, Irina, her crossbow obviously kind of follows this object until you know it lands in the middle of the clearing. Everyone's eyes shifting to it, 
and from it, these small uh, roots, tentacle-like almost in their movement as they move very fast, begin to sprout from this small object and embed themselves into the ground. The ground seems to furl and move underneath it, and the little tiny black object, which you now know to be a seed, kind of Mm. uh, plows down into the ground, and it's moments later that there's actually trembles beneath the ground, and the woman laughing and cackling as she does so, kind of almost, you know, in spite of her injury, jumping up and down with joy, like literally (laughs) jumping up and down with joy, a very large stalk begins to to penetrate from beneath the ground and growing at a rapid pace this large carnivorous plant this almost venus flytrap looking creature which is large in its size and takes up about a 10 foot squared area uh blossoms from the ground and this woman kind of cooing at it says yes my deadly blossom yes name's Blossom. <laughs> okay. So, Irina takes a couple steps back towards the tree line. She looks like she's like just passively reaching for one of her arrows. However, it's not her turn. And the woman uh, stands where she is, uh, not moving at all. She now has been blocked slightly by Irina's trajectory and blocked uh, from your trajectory as well. So she feels quite confident standing where she is. Irina, it now, or Irina, close call there. Lena, it now falls to you. What would you like to do? This large carnivorous plant in a 10 foot squared area. Yeah, I'm going, I was going to see if I had anything that, because is it within 20 feet of her? Is it within 20 feet of her? Yes. Okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to do the same thing. I'm going to cast Frostball again. So at she has to beat Blossom or at both of them? At both of them. I want to encompass them both in the 20 foot nice. radius. So they have to roll deck saves. Okay, uh, the, the plant automatically it. fails. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> cool. Cast that every time. She fails as well with an 8. Awesome. Oh my god. Rip. Okay. So, 7. That's 2. 7. Oh, 8, 9. Uh, plus five, so 14 damage. Nice. Okay. So, both the deadly blossom... Oh, wait, I have 8d6. Yeah, I was gonna say... How many did I roll there? That was six. That was six? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then that's two more sixes, so that's whatever I said, plus 12. 24. 24. 24 damage? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> and the... The blossom will take twenty-four damage as well. Excellent. And oh. then they—they're knocked prone if they're not prone. Okay, the plant cannot be knocked prone. Okay, yeah. As per its uh, its statistics, and the woman now most likely you know to be a druid, as you have met druids before, is knocked prone as well. Okie dokie. So, Lena, what would you like to do at the end of your turn? Um, I'm going to move further away from the plant. Okay. If I can. Not into the forest, just further away from the plant. I want to keep moving and be light on my feet. Okay. So, Lena, you are starting your turn within the range of the deadly blossom, the carnivorous plant, and moving will definitely trigger this, so you'll need to roll me a dexterity saving throw. 
Shit. Do it. As it lunges towards you. Oh, good. Do I have any inspiration? Please. You'll have to look up and see if I've ever given you inspiration. I believe I have, but I, we'll, we'll have to check. No, though. I've never gotten inspiration from you. Uh, and I rolled, oh, God, I rolled a nat. I rolled a nat. I rolled a nat. One. A nat oh. 20. Wow. A nat yeah, one. Yeah, so I'm down. Dead. You're dead. Okay, so. The plant swallows you whole. The carnivorous plant grabs you uh, with its mouth and then hoists you up into the air. Both its teeth, which sink into your limbs and your body, as well as the poison, which uh, is kind of festering oh inside of its mouth, are both going to damage you. So, Lena, you're going to take... Nubla damage. Like I'm Ooh, dead, you know that. Mm. Oh, God. Is you're it more gonna... than 22? No, you take 18, 19, 20... 18, 19, 20, 20 damage. 18, 19, yeah. Times two. <laughs> oh, no. Is that no, no, no. no. It's, uh... It, we already doubled it for the for the one. It's all good. Okay. You're safe. Okay. <laughs> Fully healed. So, you have already used your action to cast your spell, so on your next turn, you can attempt to, to get out of the deadly flower. Okay? That's good. Yeah. All right, we are now back to the top with Irina, who is going to dash uh, a couple feet back, uh, not take the dash action, but just move very quickly back from the plant. Uh, it, it, it is not going to attack her with its mouth because it's already got you. However, there are a couple of vines which whip towards her, so she is going to roll a dex saving throw. Nice, with a 16 plus her dex of 3. She rolls out of the way of those. She is going to toss her uh, crossbow to the ground and draw her sword, rushing forward. She is going to use uh, her ability. She she has a, a feat where she can you know uh, drop a, her crossbow. She she does this often, so she can drop her ranged weapon and draw her short range weapon or her melee weapon, and it, it's a bonus action. So she's still able to attack. She rushes towards the center of the plant. Okay, towards the neck of it, and begins to hack with her longsword using both of her hands. So she's going to take two very calculated strikes right at the, the nape of its neck, right before its bell, where it's got you trapped in its mouth. With her first attack, she has a 14 plus her to hit. It's absolutely Gucci Mane. So she is going to roll her d10. Nice. nice with a Who's nine Gucci Mane? Plus her to hit, or plus her, plus her damage. She is going to deal... 15 on her first strike. Ooh. Oh, damn, girl. And a nat 20 on her oh, second. Shit. Okay. You have rigged dice, don't you? Please get Piece me out of shit. here. Please. They are they're metal dice <laughs> from Shapeways. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want dice that always roll 20s, check out Shapeways. <clears throat> Whoa, that's rigged. Check, <laughs> out, check out Shapeway? I've had a Shapeway. On, on her nat 20, she also rolls, <laughs> rolls a 9 on her damage, which would be 15 times two is 30. So she's dealing 45 oh damage in both of these strikes. Her second strike with the nat 20 severs the head of the carnivorous plant. The damage uh, calculated means we're, we're absolutely good to go. She's already critted it. So the head rolls off and down and Lena, you feel its jaw relax and you can kind of see the bright sky above you kind of pushing obviously this, this, this plant's mouth open. 
Forget Tyson okay. and Lena. <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll, do, I'll dole out XP at the end of the session if that's cool with you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Sweet. Okie dokie. Unless it means I'm going to level up. If it's more than, like, you know, 4,000 experience. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for the end of the session. Okay. <laughs> so... The woman wails and falls to her knees, sobbing very sincerely at the fact that the plant has died. And we are on, on her turn, she completely abandons combat and is just on her knees sobbing at the, the dead plant. Cut her head off. Okay. Try harder. Lena, we're now <laughs> up to you. What would you like to do on your turn? I like to get out of the mouth. Okay. So you push that mouth <laughs> wide and open. Uh, it's the poison uh, is simply debilitating you. It's not actually dealing damage to you, and you step free of the plant's mouth, kind of covered in this mucus and this slime. Irina, <laughs> uh, lending a hand if you would wish to kind of pull you out of it. Does she have any? Um, I'm going to ask her if she has any health potions. She kind of her her gaze never leaving the druid woman who's crying on the ground. She reaches her hand back towards a small the the iron wolves the, the iron wolves the knights of the new moon are nothing if they're not practical so their gear has all of these pouches like a utility belt and she uh flicks one open pulling out uh, almost like a vial it's very small and she hands it out to you okay i take that and drink it okay it is a potion of greater healing Yes. It's more poison. <laughs> I grabbed the wrong vial. <laughs> she said the last one alive gets it. <laughs> you guys laugh now, but uh, but I had a group. It's it's funny. It's a funny tangent. I had a group where we had a cleric who would always carry a bunch of health potions with him, and what he ended up doing at one point was he was dealing with this uh, this shop owner, and. The shop owner was like, I also have these potions, and they look like health potions. And the, the cleric's like, oh, I'll take those too. And he says, wait, they're not actually health potions, they're actually poison. And the, and the cleric <laughs> stopped for a second, he's like, that's even better. So then whenever, whenever anyone asked him for a health potion, he was like, here, take one. And he would honestly <laughs> just like, he would write it down on a piece of paper and pass it to me. So that he, like we would keep it above board and clear as to which one he was giving them, right? So that he could help them, or he could hurt them, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, That's needless good. to say, no one ever took his uh, his health potions. <laughs> worst, worst cleric ever. <laughs> Do yeah. I have to roll for the greater healing? Yeah, so the potion of greater healing is 4d4 plus 4. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Four. Plus 4. So I got... Oh, you threw, oh, never mind. That's two. Yeah. Four D four. What did I roll? I think I rolled twelve plus four. Yeah. Sixteen. <laughs> eighteen. I have eighteen health again. That's good. Nice. Okay. So your action is drinking the health potion. Yeah. However, for the uh, the purpose of combat, it is over. The woman has has ceased to to attack and is just now sobbing at the death of her creature. <laughs> okay. So murder, Irina murder. takes a look at you to in ensure that you are indeed good to go. And then 
Uh, if you'd like, you can walk with her towards the woman, because Irina's going to close the gap very quickly. She thrusts her mm-hmm. sword forward towards the woman's chest and holds it there. Because combat is over, um, as I walk towards her, I have 50 feet of hemp and rope. Can I... Um, Hang like, her. Yeah, hang her. <laughs> no, can I... But can I go to, like, tie her up? Like, I don't have handcuffs, obviously, but do I have handcuffs? I put Tyson in handcuffs. Thanks. Yeah, you, um... Please help me. <laughs> you, there are handcuffs back at Ryberry, but you didn't say that you were bringing handcuffs with you, and they're not in, in your yeah. inventory, so I'm going to go with no. But I do have the rope. Okay, so you pull out your rope as you approach her, but uh, Irina puts her hand on your forearm and kind of shakes her head, because mm-hmm. kind of what she's thinking here, and we can kind of divulge that to the group, is that... You obviously don't want to trigger her out of this emotional state that she's in. You want, like, she doesn't want this woman to just lash out, right? So she keeps the sword pressed towards her chest, and uh, she kind of nods towards you to kind of slowly begin to to take the rope out. Okay. The rope is attached to the side of your bag, right? So it's not like it's in your bag. A hassle. Yeah. Okay. I'll just leave it then. Okay. So. Irina asks the woman again, who is he? What is he here to retrieve? The woman, just sobbing uncontrollably, looks to both of you and she says, "Ah, I can't tell you. I don't want to tell you. It wasn't fair. So, Irina looks at the woman, smiling, uh, almost sincerely, and she says, it was more than fair. Now tell us. The woman looks up at her, takes a finger and kind of points it up at the both of you. It seems to shine with a little bit of light for a second before she touches her chest and kind of materializing from that point where she touches her chest, she seems to... that Her skin and her clothing and, and her, her being there seems to begin to vanish. So she has cast this illusion spell. Oh, God. On herself. She Can I go st- tie her up now? She stands, <laughs> looking at both of you, and Irina continues to follow her with the sword, but the camouflage spell is quickly, uh, quickly, disp- like, like, uh, spreading across her body, and Irina <laughs> says, don't move, I'll stab. And the woman stops for a second, and Irina nods towards you to, uh, to tie her up. Okay, yeah, I do that. So you she doesn't kind of need to mo- nod, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, so you move around to the side of the woman and get ready to uh, tie her up. Uh, however, she snaps her fingers and there's a loud concussive bang, like a blast which emanates from her. It's completely auditory. And I'm going to need you both to roll constitution saving throws. Oh god, the children are here. Oh gosh. The children are the seeds. <laughs> Irina with a seven. Uh-oh. Mm, I could have better than that. Uh, constitution save? Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. So you just make the constitution saving throw. Irina is blinded and <laughs> no. deafened for uh, one She can't turn. see out of both eyes now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Do I complete tying her up then? Lena, you are 
you you are not blinded or deafened. It's certainly concussive. So you grab a hold of her, and if you'd like, you can grapple her because she's obviously not letting you tie mm-hmm. her up. Yeah. yeah so I'm it's a strength check that. v strength check. Okay. Okay. So she got a fifteen plus one. Oh, I failed it. Then I got a thirteen. <laughs> Okay, so she shoves back at you and takes a few steps back. This camouflage spell, kind of like a chameleon, still rippling across her skin. Her face not entirely gone yet. Her legs not entirely gone yet. However, you know, you kind of came at her. She was moving back. She extends her hand towards her staff, expecting it to to kind of fly towards her, but it does not. She frowns, mm. kind of puzzled for a moment, reaches her hand out again, but it does not. Grab it. And you, you kind of are looking at the two, and like you're obviously looking at her. She looks panicked for a moment, the spell almost complete, and then she... I want to reach my hand out as she does it too. Okay, cool. Can I uh, use my magic? I don't uh, know you... if I can just like pull my magic at it, you know? Okay, so you reach your hand out towards the staff. Would you like? So you're not going to use any of your spells, right? You're just going to kind of will it to come towards you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, roll me a d20 at advantage, please. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good that it's advantage. No, it's not. It doesn't it doesn't matter for me? <laughs> What'd you uh, roll? I rolled a seven. Okay. Plus I know. Your sp- I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Plus your spellcasting modifier. Oh, my spell casting? Well, that's much better then. It would be... Uh, Math. Nine. Is it over, is it over f- ten? Yeah, it'd be a fourteen. Ah, that's perfect. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> no, perfect's twenty. But. So the staff flies <laughs> towards you as you fight with the druid over the staff, and it flies towards you and... and uh, lands very neatly, kind of thrusting very neatly into your hand. Now you're a druid. And I'm going to yell at her to stop and okay, point so the staff at her. You point the staff at her, yell at her to stop, you know, like intimidate, or what are you, what are you looking to do? Yeah. Roll yeah, me an intimidation I check. To stop. I, iron wolf. Fuck, can I use different dice? Can I roll and use different dice, please? I, iron wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're real guy. Uh... What is my intimidation? I think I have for... Pers- uh, no, I don't. I roll a three. I'm just panicking because now I have the staff. Oh my god, staff! <laughs> <laughs> so, is she scared? Sorry, what was what was the roll? Was it a three? <laughs> I rolled a three. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so she is uh, not scared by you, but rather scared that you now possess the staff. She looks, uh, the last part of her body to disappear under the, the camouflage spell is her face. She looks kind of horrified that you have it, shocked, and also angry. But the last thing you see is her face turning away and her running into the woods. Okay. Bye. I'm not going to chase her. Whatever, I have her staff. Say hi to the children. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pretend that I've had the staff the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, congratulations on defeating the druid, whose name you do not know, but also her deadly blossom. For the deadly blossom, you are going to gain 2,200 experience points. Okay. And for defeating the druid, uh, not not to the death, but rather in, in defending and defeating in the sense of overpowering her, you are going to gain 1,600 experience points. 
Woo. That's more than I got all season. Would have, been, <laughs> would have been more if you had defeated her, like defeated, captured, and defeated, killed, but uh, but oh. nonetheless, a very cool, cool scene. Second did place. I get any experience for getting a new tool? Uh, the new tool? No, you did not get mm-hmm. any experience for getting the new tool. What about making friends with Rena? Are you friends with Irina? She's concussed on the ground right now, screaming. I just called her Rena, <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> Five. I just called her Rena. <laughs> Or yes, because it's like a short form, right? Oh yeah, me and Reen, we go way back. <laughs> the shorter the name, the better friends you I are. don't have any like female friends, so I don't know if she wants to be. I do still want to ask her, though, because in the, in the last episode, she said, uh, I'd be honored to go with you, but I didn't roll an insight on that, and I should have. Because okay, I don't well, know if that was sarcasm. Definitely something to discuss uh, when she's not blinded or deafened. But yeah, so... Answer me now! <laughs> 2,200 experience points for defeating the Deadly Blossom, 1,600 for defeating the Druid in combat. Lena, congratulations uh, on your uh, success here. Super, super cool stuff. Good job. Do you want to know what's funny? Do you want to know something? Is that I asked you specifically if it was going to be more than 4,000, and it was 4,000 experience that you just gave me. So Was it 4,000? Yeah, because you gave me 200 experience for saying the Iron Wolf Iron Fist. Oh, well, that was before I knew about the 4,000, and I just thought that was funny. <laughs> okay. But I think I leveled up again. Yeah? Awesome stuff. Cool, cool. Holy shit. Oh, maybe not. It's catching up to No, maybe I don't not. think I did, actually. Because I should be at the same XP as me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the that- F? <laughs> yeah. We need better I'm pay. I'm close, though. I'm, I'm very close. I should be, like, close. level 8. Yeah. How come the woman of this podcast gets more than us? Man, we only get 75% of the pay. Because you flood my inbox you guys are getting paid? That's, that's why I don't give you guys more more XP. Because all I see I is this you salad dick. you give me dick pics? Is that what you just said? You want me to send ass pics? I will. <laughs> oh. I will also send you Sav's ass pics. <laughs> I want to send ass pics. <laughs> okay. So nearly a minute goes by, Irina rubbing her eye and uh, and kind of shaking her head as her ears are ringing. She looks Kiss at you, her. kind of blinking furiously, <laughs> and says, did she get away? Yeah, I got her staff, though. She looks at you and says, yeah, be careful with that. Ugh. And she kind of rubbing her, her eye. <laughs> she... <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? Sabah like points the staff at her and yells die (laughs) (laughs) she uh, sheaths her sword and walks over the vines and uh, and the the body of the deadly blossom and picks up her crossbow um, putting it in its position on her back she turns back towards you shaking uh, her hair out of her face and she says well, I think we learned a few things. Yeah. And that, but I want to take samples of the Venus flytrap before we go. A blossom. Okay. So she walks over to you as you're kind of, I'm assuming you're going to lop off a couple of its teeth, maybe a vial of its poison. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can you roll me two survival checks, please? God damn it. <laughs> Give me new dice again. Running out of dice. Yeah. Noah, stop making me roll for things. 
You no, you're right. You should just be able to do whatever this. you want, whenever you Two, want. Two. So the first one's a strong, strong five. Nice. <laughs> the second one oh, is a seventeen plus three. It's an unnatural twenty. Yeah. Okay. Into this so side of the you unnatural twenty. The other side. <laughs> The one with the label on it. I've been trying to point it at me this whole time and it never works. So it's you stab yourself with one of the roll. fangs <laughs> of the deadly blossom, dealing yourself 10 poison damage for your five. I'm damned. Not just kidding. <laughs> but, but you get a full vial of the poison, so that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Minus uh, 10 damage? That was 10 poison damage, yeah. Irina puts her hand on your shoulder and pulls you back from the plant, as obviously the poison, you get a little jittery, right? There's pain in your, no. your arm, you're at disadvantage. <laughs> she pulls out a small knife from her side and a small vial, because, you know, she, they, they're demon hunters, you know, monstrosity hunters, they, they know what's up. She grabs with... Uh, she, so she goes towards one of the, the teeth with her knife, Lopping it off and catching it in the vial with a nice 19. God, my girl. Irina would be my girl. I want to be your girl. I roll twos. (laughs) I roll two if I can roll better. Um, So she lops off one of the teeth of the deadly blossom, catching in the vial, and then she hands it over to you. Okay, I store that in my backpack. Cool. She looks to you and she says, are you all right to walk? Yeah. Are you? No. I say loudly. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> what? She she kind of uh, inches back, like kind of sways back from you as you yell at her, and she says, "Yes, I'm fine to walk." <laughs> she turns from the clearing and begins to head back towards Ryberry. Right before I start heading back, can I take note of if that girl's footprints were similar to the other footprints that we saw earlier? Or if they were around the other footprints earlier? So, uh, if you'd like, you can investigate her footprints. Roll me a d20. (laughs) I'm going to call out to Irina before I uh, roll here, just in case, and say... Look for for (laughs) Look for some of her footprints. Uh, and see if they're similar to the ones that we saw at the beginning okay. of this trip. I'm going to put this down, and I'm going to pick up this dice. <laughs> oh my god, Rogar, your dice! Uh, rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> uh, you said it's a perception? Yes. So this is above a 20. It's a 22. So you find a couple of her footprints very (laughs) easily. They're very slender and petite, uh, and they don't look misshapen or deformed in any way, just like a a human woman's bare feet. Those are the footprints. These are exactly the same as the ones we saw earlier. They are not (laughs) exactly the same. (laughs) They are not exactly the same. Tyson, come on, man. (laughs) I'm writing it down. Exactly. (laughs) Damn it. It's the same footprint. (laughs) Okay. So, Irina looks back at you as you're inspecting the footprint, and she kind of calls out, It's different. It's normal. Yeah, but are they found around where we saw the other footprints? Like, are there a mixture of footprints? You can check again, but I didn't see them before. Okay. 
So, heading back, uh, the walk back seems to take a little bit longer than the journey out, and as you guys uh, approach your area where you made the, the casting of the footprint, Irina gingerly pokes at it, determining that it's, it's indeed dried. She picks it up, brushes off some of the dirt, and puts it in her bag. Okay. She stands and does a quick sweep around, and she says, that footprint wasn't here. Okay. Did she just... Yeah, she just checked again. It's not here, so... Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, she looks to you and says, I think it's time we return now. <clears throat> she looks up at the sky, and she says, God, it's almost noon. All right. I'm gonna walk back with her. As we're walking back, can I ask her about the honorable thing, though? <laughs> okay. So, uh, can you roleplay it for me, and then roll me a d20? No, I'm not going to role play. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's up, girl? <laughs> um, hey. So I'll just say um, thank you for coming out with me and investigating this with me and fighting honorably with me. <sighs> that word. Okay. So she looks to you and she says, I wouldn't have it any other way. I know Screw noticed. McCain and whatever that guy's name is. I'm not is. actually a lesbian. That was a joke when I said that in an earlier episode. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> Delbrick. That's why she's not interested in Roger, though. He's not feminine enough. <sighs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. I need an eye patch. <laughs> what does that have to do with being a female? You gotta tuck All more. women have one eye. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say... Uh, I noticed earlier when when we were volunteering to leave, you did say that it would be an honor to come out with me. Why? Why would it be honorable? I thought <laughs> we were on opposite sides at the beginning of our interactions. Well, you know, girls always stay together. <laughs> Shut up, okay? <laughs> she looks to you and she says, opposite side. Yes, perhaps we may be on opposite side. But we are judged, are we not? By the power and the might of our enemies. You and your wolves took over Ryberry, something not easily done. And I believe we put up a strong effort. No one was the clear victor, and so, of course, I'd be honored by it. Mm-hmm. Good I'm gonna, talk. I'm gonna kind of half smile and be like, I think we were clearly the winner, but I get it. Tyson was the winner uh, in Should like a joking way, like it's fight. a joking, like <laughs> haha, wink nudge. <laughs> she smiles and she says, she get- "Had that horror not come up from the well, I'm not sure how well your iron wolves would have fared against our knights. Plus, you didn't seem to see a few of our archers on the far wall." So, <gasps> oh, I didn't see them either. <laughs> and you have yet to meet Dobrik. <laughs> Dobrik, like- stop calling him that. <laughs> I'll start docking XP. No, um, <laughs> I know his name's Damick. It's all good. It's all good. No worries. Not that guy. Um, Irina looks to you and says, "Just because you acquire your wealth 
and earn your keep in a unlawful way doesn't mean that you aren't a formidable warrior. You put the boys in their place, certainly. <sighs> to find the boys. They challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> they challenge the most, but it's the best when they give in. Yes. I think I'm still working on Tyson McKay, but Rogar seems very puppyish. <laughs> Shut up. I'll never give in. <laughs> Tyson's gay now. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you're your team has not adopted him yet he's got a lot of power that's not come to the surface yet and I'm surprised no one has picked up on it yet he's someone that will fill into a position nicely once he grows up a little bit and what, matures. Am, I, what am I a puzzle piece but that's yeah. the difference Fuck. between us Lena the wolves and the knights there's more to us than just pure power and sheer force if a knight is not brave, courageous, kind-hearted, but also strong of will and power, then he cannot be a part of our order. We stand against some of the most fearsome things known to this plane. Creatures that are made of pure fear or pure terror. Creatures that play at the hearts of men. And someone like Tyson, even though he is powerful and certainly desired, because of it, could never be one of us. He would give in too quickly to things never. that would... <laughs> he would give in too quickly to things that we face every day. Hey, Tyson, you want to be evil? Sure. <laughs> People grow into those traits, though. I can't say Didn't that I? I have always been brave. I can't say that I have always been at my skill level, but... That is, that comes with age, it comes with experience, and it's something that we pride ourselves on as the Iron Wolves, and that's a big part of why we stick together as a team, to make sure that everybody is learning those skills. But to each their own. I suppose we'll have to disagree on that. You're either born brave or you're not. You're taught bravery or you're not. And if you believe every single member of your troop became brave over time, perhaps it's true. But I look at Tyson McKay and I'm just not sure that I see someone who's able to, or even willing to be Howard. brave. <laughs> How many times have I sacrificed myself you people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but Lena, this is great stuff. I'm going to give you 250 experience points for oh, kind of delving into the relationship with Irina there. Some good stuff. Good gameplay, good role playing. And you guys make it back to town. The gates to Ryeberry open and creak before you. The townspeople, the guard, the Iron Wolves, and the Knights of the New Moon all working together on still making those reparations, those, uh, those repairs to the city. And Irina looks to you and says, To Wolfhelm, then. And to Lyric, I suppose. And we'll discuss what we found. I think we should visit... Wilmond first. Oh. She looks to you and says, I suppose that might be best. Wolfhelm's probably down in the well right now, and Dularic is, well, not here. Perhaps we'll share with Wilmond. Where? Where is he? Okay. I'm in the well. 
<laughs> All right. So you guys head into the Guild Hall of the Knights of the New Moon. It's about midday, and neither the mysterious sorcerer Vel nor Tyson McKay are up and about. And the uh. Guild Hall is uh, very quiet. Irina marches back towards Wilman's library, opening the doors. He is uh, currently up on the ladder, pulling out a text, and looks down at the both of you and says, Ah, you're back. Ah, you're so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of shakes a finger at you, and he says, Me never. And he slides down the ladder quite agilely, and we're going to have him roll it. It's not his first time doing it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sweet 19. Your boy's got it. He ro- he slides down the ladder very quickly and comes to kind of like a hopping stop and then stands in front of Irina and holds out his hand and says, What did you bring me? Nice. A crisp high five. <laughs> a crisp high five. She pulls uh, her bag off of one shoulder and kind of pulls it around to the front, pulling out the, uh, the hardened uh, footprint. She hands it over to him, and he looks at it, and then kind of raises an eyebrow, walks over to the sunlight where he begins to, like, blow on it and brush away any of the dirt and stuff, and he goes, Oh, that is interesting. He places it down on the windowsill and then says, Anything else? And Irina Uh. recounts the tale of meeting the druid in the forest and the plant that she conjured, as well as the staff, which you now possess, and her camouflaged escape, as well as what she said about there being someone coming and looking to retrieve something. Can I mention that she also had uh, two black eyes, green skin, no hair? So Wilmond, at the mention of this figure, began very quickly scribbling with uh, pen and ink all the detailed traits about her. He pauses at certain points of your your guys' story and uh, listens intently and then continues to write. And after a few minutes, when you're done, he takes the piece of parchment, walks over to one of the walls, which has, uh, it's to the left of, of his desk if you're looking at the desk from the from the doorway. And he takes a knife and stabs the piece of parchment into the wall. Okay. He then turns back towards the both of you, and he says, "Anything else?" Does he want the? I'll show him the poison vial that I have, but I don't think he'll want that really. Okay, so he looks at both of them, and actually does take them. He okay. nods at you, and then uh, put the, puts them over beside the the footprint. For bringing Wilman back information pertaining to the cause and pertaining to the discovery of what's going on, you are going to gain 500 experience points. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, this is kind of an interesting part of this gameplay is anyone who brings Wilman back information, material, or anything relating to their tasks and to what's going on, they're each going to gain 500 XP kind of as a flat flat bonus. Tyson's going to bring back a bunch of stuff. I don't want him to take the staff, but he can definitely look at it, sketch it if he wants. Yeah, so he looks at the staff and says, that's of no interest to me. I've seen staffs before. (laughs) (laughs) Staffs that choose their holder? There are many magical items. Where this druid friend of yours got this one is no concern of mine. Mm, okay. 
<laughs> now, if it was a unique staff, something that, you know, had a history in pages of, of, of text, then, yeah, I mean, that would be useful. But this, te- this, this is ju- it doesn't have any characteristics, right? I mean, it's made of wood. It chose its person. I mean, I can kind of look for it and see if it's got a history if you want. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, then I will let you know if I find your mysterious staff in the pages of Norian's history. We can talk about it over drinks later tonight. Ooh. So he kind of looks up at you and he goes, drinks? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, he, he does not remember. Oh, I'm heartbroken. But he's just asking. He just says drinks. Like It just sounds like you're being forward with him, right? Because he doesn't remember... Because he was super drunk. Okay, then I'll just remain confident. I'll just remain confident. You've had a drink before, haven't you? Ooh, nice. He looks at you (laughs) and he goes, I've been known to dabble. (laughs) Okay, so are we going? (laughs) Okay, so he looks up at uh, the, uh, the windowsill and he says, Do you mind if we meet later? Like around four? I just have a couple of things I need to do. Okay. All right. So he kind of smiles at you. Irina, kind of politely looking away, but you can kind of see a smirk on her face. And uh, she says, Well, Wilman, that will be all. And it is always a pleasure, he says, as he kind of takes this deep, sarcastic bow towards Irina, who then uh, walks away. (laughs) Anything that you'd like to do? No, that's good. Excellent. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen... That is where we are going to leave things off for the evening. I think it's a great time to uh, to take a break and to, uh, you know, reflect on all that's happened. So we had some big stuff going on to recap. Lena and Irina went into the woods. They uncovered some footprints, found a druid who fought them, conjured up a plant, talked about uh, some some mysterious figure, a man, or a he, as she, she referred to, who was coming here to retrieve something. But they weren't able to capture her. She fled. However, her staff chose Lena instead of her as its new rightful owner. So that's super cool. And then they came back, expressed uh, all that had happened with Wilmond. And that is where we find ourselves. So do you have any questions, comments, or concerns from the players before we end things off? Wild ride. Wild ride. Can you, can you explain again what the staff looks like? Is it You said it was just brown, like just wood, or does it have like... Anything kind of at the head of it or any engravings or is it literally just a stick? Okay, so the staff uh, is stick. made of wood. <laughs> it is thinner at the bottom and kind of uh, kind of not fluted at the at the end, but there's kind of like a knot of wood at the top and has odd bits of, of uh, what look to be almost kind of like roots sticking from the top of it. Along it, it is cracked all the way from its base to its top okay so it's a full like five and a half six foot tall uh no it is a yeah no four and a half to five foot tall staff and the cracks aren't like jagged or they're not going to cause splinters but it what the the staff does is like what uh, the druid did with it is that energy kind of travels from your point of contact with the staff all the way to the the tip of it where it then casts from right Uh, And all that you know of it now is that it seems to thrum while it's in your hand as though contented to be there. 
And is it like, is it like a pot? Like, obviously, like, I feel like you're saying it's a positive thrum that it's happy to be in my hand. But is it like, um, almost a dominating thrum? Or is it just like a purr? If that makes sense. Um, no, it's like, very... notice me, I'm here type thing or just, okay, it's good. Uh, no, it's content. Like, I mean, I'm letting you know what the vibe you're getting from it is. And it's like a contented, like you almost feel it's contentment to be there. Okay. Yeah. As you investigate it more, and you can do that on your, your downtime, right? On your, your long rest or your short rest, I should say, is you mm-hmm. can kind of investigate the stuff and see more about it. Okay. But if there's nothing else, I think that's all from me, folks. Is McCain going to die? McCain going to die? So. Yeah. Yeah, McC- we'll, we'll, we'll find out when our, uh, our boys head down the well, so that's a good point. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, we are going to be having a super exciting episode next next session where Wolfhelm, Rogar, and the two Iron Wolf boys head down into the well to clear oh. the contamination that's there. So that's <laughs> going to be super fun. So be sure to listen into that. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on Podbean for some cool information about Norian and our store, which is linked on Podbean there as well. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night. I would like to say thank you very much for listening to the Dicey D20. It's been a pleasure, and we will see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Hi. No. (laughs) No, bye.